Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your host, Jason Fernandez. And me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. Welcome back, everybody. Best hour of their day. Ackerman, Byrne, Springstein, all in the house. Katie, a little under the weather. You doing all right? Yeah, great. The variant. Yeah, you got the variant yeah. over there. Some kind of variant, sure. You got, you got, you got the, you got the zebra variant. Yeah. Zebra are, we, are we there yet? Are we at Zulu yet? I, uh, <laughs> I save all the variant talk for Fern. Fern, are we? Is this variant uh, real? Nobody knows anymore. This is the Matrix. Just Fern, tell the story about Logan that you told me. <laughs> so- Anybody who listens to this podcast is going to kick out of this. So uh, we live relatively close to to some military installations. Um, last was it last night? No, the night before. The night before, I was reading a book. Par for the course. Every night, I'd go in there, read a book. Uh, reading no, a kid's book. You're reading to Logan. You're saying? Actually, she was reading to me. She was reading Narwhal, um, which is the our current flavor of choice. I feel um, like Katie is also reading the book. Is that true, Katie? Do you like that book? What is it? Is that I like Harry Potter or something? No, no, it's it's like a it's like a cartoon character. But anyway, I'm a I'm a jelly okay. fan. But um that's that's Narwhal's little jellyfish friend. His name is Jelly. Um so you would be jelly in this scenario, Jay. Just constantly cool. ups, upset and uh and sad. Um that I would be me. narwhal. Yep. Accurate description. Um, yep. So anyway, reading reading this uh reading narwhal and it's not weird for helicopters to fly over the house. It's not often, but it's also not weird. And uh, but I knew this was this was closer and lower than usual because I could hear them coming further away. And I was like, "That's really close." I was like, "That's literally on top of the house." So I like got out of bed and I, like it was that close that you got out of bed. Well, so we were laying in her bed and I like got out and I like pulled the window back and I'm like, they are really close and they're probably flying 500 feet. So maybe even lower than that, like really, really low, but it was a flight, right? So it was a full flight. So it was like two, three, two, two. So it was like, boom, boom. It was almost like they buzzed the house. It was like really, really close. And I was like, what is going on? They're just doing some training. Obviously there's, you know, all the SEAL teams are over here and uh, <laughs> out of nowhere, Logan just goes, what is it, daddy? Is it the government? <laughs> so i didn't know how to answer and i was like well technically yes that is the government but in what context are you asking me if it's the government like are you they're they're not coming not that i'm aware of they're not coming to get us yet um but dude i was dying laughing she's like what is it daddy is it the government (laughs) it's like oh my god i was like and and I have now. I am now going to knight you with your tinfoil hat, my young, That's my right. young daughter, my young daughter. Here you go. <laughs> like uh, Katie, I said to Fern, she doesn't know her birthday, but she's aware that the government might <laughs> yeah, be. The, go- the government is spying on us. That's now. amazing. You taught them well. Oh, so, it was so <laughs> funny. She's like, "What is it, Dad? Is it the government?" And I was like, "Well, yes, technically, that you are not wrong, um, but you know." By the way, Rockin' My Care hoodie, available on besthouroftheirday.com. Go pick one up, right? Right, yes. Right? You guys, <laughs> do you guys have this hoodie? Neither of you ever wear this one. You don't like this one? No, I don't care. 
I have the T-shirt. I have the T-shirt. I don't care. Before we before we dig into today's topic, let's give a little shout out, birthday love, to one of our affiliate U clients, Josh. Josh, my man. Happy birthday, bro. Happy eighteenth birthday. Hold this, Josh. Josh, I believe. Let me take a guess, and he can correct me if I'm wrong. I think he will be twenty four. Yeah, I know he just is able to buy alcohol. He's not that old. Uh, but yeah, crushing barely, it. Crushing barely it. able to buy alcohol. But man, this dude at this age, like, can you imagine at 23, 24? Has his own, own business, business and career. Amazing. He's engaged, got a great girlfriend or fiance that also coaches at the box. The, um, you know, the affiliate is thriving for reference. If you look back, um, well, it's not on our stories anymore, but we had posted pictures of his party, his holiday party. He did it right. Just yeah. creating this great community. Check him out. River City Fitness. Oh, there you go. Katie. Yep, there you go. Nice. Uh, old 97 CrossFit. Also, little known fact about Josh, he is like a true metal enthusiast slash oh, like yeah. thrasher band. Like he is yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there he is with his uh, fiance, Caroline. And I was on many calls with the two of them and the rest of their coaching staff. So really cool. Check them out. River City Fitness. Happy birthday, Josh. Um, and um Let's let's dig into the topic at hand, Fern, and that is one of accountability for affiliates and for box owners. I think this is probably one of the biggest. Uh, this is a tough one because for most gym owners or most business owners, there is no accountability. You don't answer to anybody. We've talked about mm -hmm. this before, and that is a problem. Um, you know, like I've been on, I've been on calls. Like I was just on a call with the gym who's crushing, but they're kind of like, yeah, but we don't really know what to do. Right. Like I'm like, good for you guys, by the way, like I'm just smashing, like everything they're doing is going great. But now our job is like, Hey, cool. Let's dial this up. Let's figure out like, Hey, how do we, how do we create greater sustainability? How do we create long-term staff? How do we create careers? How do we potentially start looking at buying assets? Like, how do we do all of those things? Um, because if you don't know how to do any of those things, or you don't have anybody who's nudging you or providing guidance or challenging your thought or pushing you a little bit outside of your comfort zone, you just get stagnant. And stagnant is a bad place to be. You know, we talked about this a little bit on the, on the last podcast, but a lot of that comes with accountability. And not in the not in the sense of are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? You know, not like the childlike accountability. Um, a lot of people do need that until they grow up. You know, you know, if you're forty and you're fit, grow up. Um, if you're but, forty and in good shape, grow up. Good shape, grow up, dude. Good life. Yeah. Um, the but in sometimes it's more in line of of what would more resemble support essentially just like, Hey, let's bounce, let's bounce some ideas off of you, off of each other. And I'm going to give you some direction here on what you should be thinking about other, other than just be like, this is great. Like we're, we're just all right. I'm like, right. But everybody's all right now, but you, that things change. Like you get older, your, your lifestyle changes, the kids move out, like they go to college, like whatever that's going to be, you want to retire some of those things. So thinking about those things long-term, um, that's, where everybody wants to get when you start having those conversations, but it starts off on the front end with, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing when you're supposed to be doing it in order to get where you want to go? Yeah. And a couple of weeks ago, I posted something about, you know, if you're a box owner and you don't have a coach or afford, can't afford a coach, 
that's a problem. I think this is the curse of some boxes, right? They get to a point of success like the box you're referring to, and they're like, cool, I've made it. No, you haven't. You're, you, you are experiencing well, success, which but, but it could be short-lived, right? It's you know something you and I speak a, a lot about is this idea of conscious competence, like understanding what you're doing well is just as important as understanding what you're doing poorly or where you need improvement. But for a lot of boxes, we've, we've talked about it at length, where you have these boxes that are doing good, boxes that are doing well, and it's like, cool. What do we need to do to take you to the next level? And, you know, in that post, I believe someone was arguing with me, of course. Everyone likes to argue with me on the internet. But I think they were arguing with me saying, like, what about your relationship? Like, what if that's going good? I'm like, yeah, you should be working on that, too. Like, I mean, we got I mean, I'm doing that now, and my wife is gone. Yeah. I was was one of my goals. That was one of my goals. But like I like I set and I have somebody who I am accountable to for that when I said, hey, listen, what? What's that look like? Tell me about it. By the way, can we give a shout out to that wife of yours? She's looking good over in Africa. Is that okay for me to say for him? I mean, she's not attracted to you, so it's perfectly fine. Um, um, well, yeah. she slid into my DMs, but yeah. Fine. So yeah. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> uh, "I'm negating. I'm negating your contract with my husband." Um, <laughs> the no. So you know, I think accountability it, it should blanket your entire life essentially, and. I was thinking, yeah. so when we figured out she was leaving, I was like, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm not okay with just surviving the next year. That's not, that's not how this is going to roll. What's going to happen is I'm going to have the best year you ever, ever at the box. You know, we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to help as many boxes as we can, as we can with best hour. We're going to get this new format launched. Uh, you know, I'm going to get involved with some things with the kids. I'm going to do that. And I want to have a better relationship at the, at the outset of this. And I'll probably miss the mark on some of that stuff, and it's fine. But, but the, the point, point is, is, there's a mark. The point is, there's a right. mark. Right, and the point is, is not just me being like, "Well, I'll just survive until you get back." Like, no, like I want to be better in every way, so that we can move forward in everything. Like in the box, you know, make sure that the staff is better, make sure that I'm better, that the kids are better. You know, um, because she's not here, and I'm not going to pretend like she is here, and I'm not going to sit around and pretend that like I'm a non-functional adult and can't you know, run a household in her absence. Like I can't, do I want to? Pretending, let's be honest. That's reality. I'm good good at pretending, but (laughs) the- But but big um, picture, you know, the guy says that to me like, yeah, I'm like, no, you should be, you know, whether that looks like, you know, people have this, um, there's a stigma, for example, on like therapy, whether it's for yourself or couples therapy, like that's accountability. Like therapy to me is just another word for coaching, you know, and- you, you yeah, should be- there's obviously different types of therapy or what you're using it for, but yeah. Yeah, I'm talking electroshock therapy is what I'm right. referring to. Right. Um, I'm like, I don't want to like gefil the fish anymore. Like, please help me. I'm, I'm actually doing um, an eternal sunshine on you, Fern, right now. So I'm going in. <laughs> I'm trying to get you removed from my brain. Like, I've never met you. Eternal yeah. sunshine of the spotless Ackerman. It's like uh, it's like Momenta, Momentum, or is that the movie? Memento. Um, Memento, where he just forgets everything like every hour. He's just like, we just start from, I'm like, hey, are we partners? Like, <laughs> but, but the point is, let's, let's bring it back to the box ownership. But you need accountability and, you know, no different than a relationship. Maybe that accountability is with your partner, you know, whether it's your wife or, you know, a friend and you're holding each other accountable. But box owners need accountability. A lot of what we do in Affiliate U isn't just, hey, we're going to coach you. We're going to give you some tips. We're going to help you grow. We're going to talk about retention, all these other things you need to be doing. 
at your box. But a lot of it is simply like the act of like, you got somebody on the other end, whether it's the computer or phone, who's going to be like, yo, dude, where's that work? Where's that email? Where's that, you know, contract you're supposed to create? Well, and there's multiple layers to this. So at first, if you're the, the one man band, it's the, you need to be accountable to somebody. And then you probably always need to be accountable to somebody. It just looks a little bit different as you grow and develop. And then I have people underneath me and then that translates to keeping them accountable, which then keeps me accountable to whoever I have to answer to, which is what's up with your guys. Like why, like, why isn't your staff growing? You know, that's a legit question. How many, how many box owners get that? It's like, Oh, the the gym's doing great. Why is the staff stagnant? Why? Why, why have they not done any CEUs? Why have they not uh, collected any credentials uh, on their names at the end of the year? Like we were just talking yesterday, Cassidy's like, I want to get into some, you know, uh, some like prenatal classes stuff like that. We have a lot of pregos in here. And she's like, okay. Which Cassidy, one do you he's like chasing after the pregnant ladies now? No. Yeah. No. I was going to make, I was going to make a joke there, but I refrained. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, but but that's because he wants to help them, but it also that is going to make him a better coach. Yeah. Or how about this? A box owner pays themselves 50 or $60,000 in 2021. And they're like, cool. That's my salary now. Okay. What other job out there would you be like, cool. I never need a raise. I never need a cost of living increase. I never, you know, want to be doing better. You know, I think box owners get to the point where they don't realize it, but without that kick in the butt, without that accountability, without someone just a little smarter than, than them who's been through it before, who has the experience of owning multiple affiliates, telling them what to do, it's it's hard to do that. It's like anything, like, you know, whether it's jujitsu, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's learning a musical instrument, you know, at some of those things you can improve on your own. But almost all of those, it's a lot easier to make improvements when you have a teacher, when you have a coach, when you have a mentor. Speaking of affiliate ownership, Fern, did you get your card yet? Did you get your uh, holiday card? On ID affiliated. ID affiliated. Yeah, smart. <laughs> smart. No. I was thinking. I just don't. I, probably... I just don't want to. I don't want to pay the fee anymore. I don't understand what I get. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking the reason I probably got mine so promptly is because it's they probably shipped out of colorado yeah Yeah. probably somebody eric rosa probably just drove it to my mailbox i dropped it it off but um yeah knocked on the door here's your card jay um but that would be a perfect example of accountability which is like did we do that like did those cards go out like the simple things you need accountability on the little things but but i would actually frame this a little bit differently because there's a lot of people who don't think they need accountability. They're like, I'm accountable to myself. I'm productive. I'm not. I'm not a, I, I like to see I'm relatively driven and motivated. Given the opportunity, I will not leave my couch for a day. Easily. And I'm probably, no, I'm, I mean, won't you, get I'm, I'm actually, I, right. I'm actually am on not the showering. fence about like whether you're, yeah, I'm actually on the fence about whether you're wearing pants or not. I'm like, I, I have serious, doubts that you even decided to go that far as to put pants on today like we know I'm you don't gonna, have a t-shirt on under that sweatshirt for, for, for a fact see i used yep. to be when so again. like that would be cringy to me when someone would show up with a hoodie and not have a t-shirt underneath it you're now, now you're now like, cringy so but so so but but think about but i want this this is what i have come to realize that accountability um actually represents as you start to progress it represents momentum so we've talked about when people get 
if they're like they just feel like they're stagnant and nothing's happening i'm never pushing towards the next marker well accountability should enforce momentum and increasing the momentum moving forward meaning that i'm i'm stretching myself just a little bit farther i'm improving the things that i think i've got dialed in um, i'm i'm reevaluating the marks and and trying to not only gain but increase the momentum i have at hand and that is what accountability can and and should represent at some point is momentum and then i need to have somebody behind me who's pushing to, in order to make that happen because most of us the vast majority of us would probably given the opportunity tend towards sloth like that's just and i'm i'm a pretty productive person but i mean if you give me the opportunity to go dick around out there like i will go do that i will just avoid work like i'm not i'm not uniquely gifted in that sense where i like work like i like to work all the time i've got people who I have to answer to like I, I text Marcus earlier. I was like, Hey, Friday, I want to jam on some stuff that have ideas on because I'm trying to get this stuff dialed up for 2022. Do you have time? Um, so things like that, like I still have people that I, that I want to answer to in order to, and for me now it's the staff. Like I answer to them. Yeah. And, you know, and you and I keep each other accountable. Katie certainly keeps us accountable, reminding us of things. For example, giving a birthday shout out, doing those things. Like, I think it's very important in your life to have someone, right? It's it's just, right. There, there's not many things in life where going about it on your own, just simply putting your head down and grinding uh, results in tremendous success. Like you can be successful, you can make improvements, but at the end of the day, the, the best in the world that whatever they're doing have good partners and good coaches or mentors. I mean, whether it's athletics that you're that you're dealing with, or you know, uh, a business venture, whatever that is, accountability is key. Right, and it's fun, right? Again, it's like who's giving you momentum. I was on another call with a with another gym owner who, again, largely doing pretty well. We got on the call. He was, I was like, "How are things, bro?" And he was like, "Best month we've ever had." And this is somebody who was already doing well. And I was just like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Like that's awesome." But these were small changes that we started to implement, right? He's happier, best month ever in November of the year with, with nothing, you know, uh, uniquely out of place on the, on the calendar. You know, this is a person I, I, I put it to him. I'm like 10 new people. He was like 10 new people. I'm like, go forth and deliver. Right. Like, I and don't want to hear, I don't want to hear your bullshit. Right. Like I was like, go get them. And he, and he comes, he's like net 12. And I was like, well done, dude. Like, good job. Yeah. That's just, you know, I was, I was telling, um, one of our clients this morning, I was on the call and I was like, you know, we were talking about investments just in, you know, what he's doing with the money that he's making now. And, you know, I'm like, put it away. And he's like, well, but what if I need X, Y, and Z? I'm like, put it away because that's going to be what, forces you to create more revenue next month. Like at the end of every month, I'll be like, Roz, uh, I'm, I, you know, I don't know how to tell you this, but I think we're going to be homeless. Like, I think we need to move out. I think we need to get a tent and, you know, move out because we're going to be homeless. And she'll be like, what are you talking about? Like we have like a savings and this and that. I'm like, but we have no money right now. And of course we have money, but it's like, I, like oh, I, I forgot I married a Jewish guy. <laughs> exactly. She's like, damn it. But, she, but my point is like, by me putting that money aside and investing it or, you know, putting it away from, you know, Madison's education or whatever it is, it forces me to think to myself, okay, I need to create more revenue now. And that's what you push as you and I 
to get on, you know, more, more calls, to put more content out there, whatever it looks like. And, you know, and that's kind of my own way of creating accountability, but I'm also accountable to her. I'm accountable to you, to the team. And I think we, you know, in general, too many box owners just go about this on an island and they almost like to feel a little sorry for themselves. I think some of them like, oh, I'm by myself, like poor me, no one's helping me. It's like they, they're willing to, you're just not out there, you know, finding the right people, the right team. But again, it this goes back to the momentum because there's a lot of gym owners listening to this who are like, well, I'm not having a great month. And all they really needed was somebody to come along and be like, what are you doing? Get off of your ass. Stop this Eeyore thing that you have going on. I'm here to support you. However, I'm not here to take your nonsense. I'm here to make sure that you get what you told me that you wanted, which was a thriving gym that pays you, that you're happy at. And sitting around feeling sorry for yourself is not going to get it that way. And guess what? The market doesn't give a shit how you feel. It's happy to see you go out of business. Your members don't care. Like they'll just find another gym. And I don't want to be, you know, super gloom and doom about it, but like that's the practical reality reality of it. Like the, the world is not fair. And if you're gonna sit around and 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 feel sorry for yourself, like, well, then that just leads to a long life of being sorry. And you need somebody to come in and and just give you a nudge. And it doesn't mean they have to be super aggressive about it and like yell at you and do things like that. It can just be give you a target or move the goalpost close enough that gets you into motion and gets you some momentum. You know, I was talking to somebody else yesterday and, and they're like, well, we're just down on that. And then by the end of that, like they were stoked. And I was like, Hey, I want you to get a design together for some, for some t-shirts, like get those things moving. And they're like, that's great. We're going to get on that. And like motion momentum right? We're going to check in on all the other stuff, but like part of our job is to keep you moving in the forward direction. You know, like Denzel Washington is talking about, it's like fail forward. He's like, listen, you're going to fall down. You might as well fall forward so you can see what you're going to hit in the route, you know? So it's one of these things where like, that is what it can be, but also get breaking. But the other part of it is breaking, having somebody there to break your beliefs about what you think you know, don't know, and what is possible. So I'm constantly trying, like, like revenue for one would be one. Like most gym owners, are like I'm never going to get to twenty, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, we're going to get there in three months. Yeah. Why? Because I'm going to make you do it. What? I'm not. Gonna, and this what? is not like run a Facebook ad. It's like get off of your ass. I want you to send out a hundred texts tomorrow, and I want you to do that. You know, um, I was talking to another guy yesterday. He was just like, we, uh, he was like, I, I emailed a bunch of people and, um, he's like, we had like five people come back and I was like, right. Going back to the order they gave us is like, keep who you got, get old people, not old people, get like old members that you lost. Only old people. Yeah. But maybe, I mean, listen, maybe you should get some old people in there. Like start a, start a, uh, you're on a fixed income. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? What was the time as a box owner fern where you felt the most sorry for yourself? Other than when you and I launched Best Hour, and you were like, "What did I do? What did well, I do?" Well, being involved with you puts me in a constant state of self sorrow. It's just why? Why did I do this myself? Uh, why? 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 Um, probably, I think it might have been like four years ago. Four years ago, where I like I got a little too big for my britches and and failed at everything. I talked about this before. Um, yeah, I was like super. I was like super. Woe is me blah you know like why 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 and then you know yeah like had somebody who came in and was just like all right enough of that you're done like you, who, who was no that? More... was that me <laughs> no. 
Is it me helping you? No, no. It when wasn't. there was only one set of footprints. When there was only one was set of I footprints. Yeah, it was me dragging myself and you sitting on the beach laughing. When um, when the footprints went from a size eleven to a size six, women six. That was yeah, me. it was it was Jay Ackerman. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who was it? Even, Who helped you out even, with that? Uh, there was multiple people in there, but like probably probably Marcus was probably the the main catalyst there. Um, because I'd circle back to him because he had always been. He he had always been something that I had, somebody I confided in and helped me in many scenarios. Um, yeah, and we had a very candid conversation, which is what I needed at the time. I didn't need somebody who's just like, "Well, I think it'll be all right," you know. And he wasn't brutal about it, but he was like, "What are you doing? That's dumb." Now, sometimes you just it. need someone to say that shit, right? Like, what what I needed was somebody to say, "Hey, get over it, move on," right? Like you like you you this this state that you're in you need to let that go and i was like oh yeah. fuck you're right like okay let me move and and the outcome of that was a lot of things it was a lot of good things but i had to go through that and then i needed somebody to come in and provide the momentum to put me back into a state of action at which point you know and this is you know basic physics right it's just like something that is in motion tends to stay in motion it's easier to keep in motion. So like, let's just do that. And we've talked about this before. It's way harder to, to get the lead flow or increase lead flow and keep it going than it is to start it from zero. But for a lot of reasons, right? Like referrals, the hype, the vibe, all that kind of stuff. But if, you know, sitting in an empty gym trying to do sales, like that's tough, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You're going to have to work harder for that. It's harder to get something moving than it is to keep it moving. Yeah. I mean, once you get something going, you, you feel the momentum, you, you know, even when someone starts working it's with fun. us, like one of the first things you and I try to always do is kind of, you know, it's, it's like anything, whether it's nutrition, fitness, or business, it's like, let's give a couple small wins that you can pick up. Right? Yeah. Oh, you need um, those to, to get the motivation to move to the next thing. Yeah. And what, you know, one of the first things we often try to do with our clients is, Hey, let's do something to increase the revenue. Cause yeah, like seeing more money come in and also getting a little bit of a return on investment for working with us. And also just, you know, turns out money might not be able to buy happiness, but it makes, you know, running a business a whole lot easier. Um, but but giving people those little breadcrumbs and, and wins to gather along the way really makes a big, a big difference. So also you know, just talked- somebody who knows how to navigate the nuance. Like I was mm-hmm. like literally on a call today where he's like, this is my goal. And, and, and I'm like looking at it and asking some questions and I'm like, okay, I'm like, March it is. And he's like, March. And I'm like, March, that'll happen by March. Why? Because I'm looking at it right now and it's already there. You just don't know how to make, put the pieces together. So I'm going to help you put the pieces together and we're going to solve that problem immediately. Same thing was on, an, on, I was on two calls today where that was the case. They're like, what about this? And I'm like, it's there. The answer is literally right there. We have all the resources at our disposal. You're just putting square peg in a round hole and you don't, you don't know where it goes. That's fine. I'm the objective party, which just goes, put it there, man. Like it'll be way easier. And then that will, that will manifest itself into other things that we want to do. So these small things start to add up over time, you know, doing things like, we've talked about this before, but it's like, there's three ways to grow a business. And like, so let's say you wanted to grow a business 30%. Well, I could get all 30% of growing my business out of growing my member base by 30%. Okay. Well, that could, that could be a hefty lift depending on what your member base is like, right? It also might not be enough, right? If you got 10 people, 30% might not cover what you need. If you have 300, 30% 
is a lot. Now you're looking at 100 people growth. That might be also a heavy lift. Or I could look at, okay, where would I get 30% from? I could get it from increasing the member by 10%. So I go from 300, maybe I add 30. And then I'll potentially look at a 10% price increase. That's 10%, right? And then I stand up another revenue avenue, retail, premium services, PT, nutrition, something like that, that brings in additional 10%. 10 plus 10 plus 10 is 30. That's my 30%. But how would I do that? Is where all the problems start to arise. But like, which one should I do first? How should I make this work? And then looking long term, so that people can see the forest through the trees and say, hey, listen, I know you're not going to see this in the next three months, but this is how the math works over 12. And in 12 months, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, damn, we did it. And it's not by accident. It's like we identified a target. We put the things in place that would create and keep momentum and then didn't let you relax until you got there. That's the thing That's too, right? Not letting you relax and get complacent. Like, so we've talked about it before. You and I, you know, worked with some mentors in the past. Um, I've, you know, big fan of, I took the Tony Robbins course. I've, I've had one-on-one -on -one coaches, you know, what, when you were feeling down or, you know, having a little bit of a pity party, what were, what was one of the first things you did with the coach that really was like, okay, that helped you snap out of it? Well, some of it is self-talk. So I just basically, uh, basically booked some more sessions with, with, my coach now um that we're starting up again in january but a lot of it is self-talk and as like i didn't working, see that email come through you emailed me to work oh, with you more uh, check your spam yeah it's probably in there That's my um, which email yeah. did you do my best hour uh jay's lazy at gmail.com there you go did you send yeah. it to besthourcoffee.com instead because we I do have coffee now but maybe that would give me the momentum necessary to get through a phone call with you. Um, that, PR, that PR blend is where PR it's at. Blend. But a lot of it is just understanding like your own talk and negative things or things that you don't even associate with negativity. You know, like one of the things I unpacked recently was just went through this weird exercise where you just like write a bunch of stuff down and then rewrite it again and write it again and then read it and walk through it again. And then pulled out this one piece, which is like, Hey, everything that you're associated with is like working really, 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 really hard. Right. That was like the common theme. And then the one thing that we plucked out of there was like, what if it was easy? I was like, what if it was easy? That's a big thing. Like, you know, I think a lot of people think whether it's entrepreneurship or anything they're doing, like this is meant to be challenging. It's supposed to be challenging. Yeah, there is always going to be obstacles and there's always going to be hurdles and it's not supposed to be easy all the time, but it's okay if it's easy once in a while. And like sometimes people work with us and they're like, oh, I thought it had to be like all 18 steps. It's like, um, no, just write down how you're going to get 10 new members. Like, Well, but this is, so this is the, just the idea of mastery. So you could use coaching in this scenario and look at that, right? So if you'd asked me seven years ago, Hey, I need you to, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you 15 minutes. I need you to write a lesson plan. I need you to coach out. I need you to walk out here and coach this chipper with 17 people in the class. I'm like, that would have been hard. I would have been like, dude, I'm going to have to work my ass off. It's probably going to be a disaster. And then it's probably not going to get a very good outcome. Where if you ask me that now, not say that I'm not going to work hard at it, but it would be easy, mm -hmm. right? There's a difference between something being hard and working hard. Right, the mental resources allocated 
matter. And this is one of the things I teach everybody. This is one of the things we covered when, when I had the CDP folks here, when we talk about the level two. The difference between somebody who is crushing on the floor coaching athletes and not is the mental resources allocating to simple things like what's the progression, what are the performance, what's the next fault that I'm looking for? Right. right? If you thing. ask me, right, simple if you thing. ask me any of those things, I'm going to tell you those in my sleep. So because I put in the hard work because you so watched my walk, Instagram reel when I taught you. Uh, no, I did watch all 87 of your Instagram 60 second slides though. The, um, <laughs> and valuable, uh, I reported them for abuse. The, um, somebody did, somebody did, my, I figured it was somebody else. <laughs> but my point is now that's easy. So I don't have to allocate those resources. Like everything is already the work, the, the groundwork has been laid and now I can go out there and can make what a lot of people would find to be difficult easy for me so that I can do something else, right? It's still hard work. I'm still working hard, but the work is not hard. And that, and there's a difference there. And it's, it's, it's yeah, a very nuanced. There's, there's a big difference there. It's, it's a very nuanced distinguished, but there is a difference between working hard and hard work. If you were to slap me in front of an electrical engineering problem, I'm going to be working hard at work that is hard for me. Correct. Okay? Which is different than, right. But that's different from somebody who is an electrical engineer who sits in front of a problem who's going to work hard, but that is not hard for them to do. And this is the distinction is figuring out like, okay, what skill sets do I need? What is the plan that I need to put in place to make this thing that is hard, just something that I work hard at? Because the outcome between those two is very different. Very no different than it is from coaching. If you watch somebody who's really proficient at running a class, they're working hard, but the outcome of the class vastly different from somebody who is working hard at something that is hard for them to do. The classes mm -hmm. look not the same at all. One is a complete disaster. The other one looks fun. Athletes are moving and is timely, right? That's the difference. Yeah. And it's the idea of the simple, complex, simple that I've spoken about where it's like, Hey, this looks really hard. Um, and it, and it was also potentially at one point for us. I mean, when you and I first started coaching an hour class was hard, right? It was hard work. It was fun, but it was like, man, I need to learn, you know, where to look better. Uh, what cue can I give there? Um, right. Even the programming of the workout was that, you know, right. It's, uh, I'll give you a more, a, yeah, I'll give you a, a, like a, a, an affiliate owner example would be years ago when I started trying to put together the yearly calendar, that was hard work, like, because mm -hmm. it was taxing for me to put together, but I had, I had, you know, to answer to somebody like the coaching staff wanted to know what was going on. Like my coach wanted to know, he's like, did you get that stuff scheduled? Now we work hard at the calendar but it's not hard, right? Like every, we, we've put in, we've, we've put in the work, we put in the practice in order to execute it. And now we're like, how can we make it better? How can we make this thing easy? How can we work hard at something that's easy? The outcome there is very different. That's what mm -hmm. we're shooting for. And this is where you need somebody to, to, to be accountable to in order to create the momentum, which is to put in the hard work to make things not hard anymore. And then the only factor is how hard do I want to work at this thing? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, you know, what we've really been discussing is a lot of this stems from that accountability. So we recommend, hey, whether it's us, like reach out to us, book a call. You, you literally have nothing to lose by booking a call with us. And, you know, over the last, it's, it's been over a year since we've launched Affiliate U. We've worked with over 100 clients, Fern, and just amazing success this past year. I mean, 2021, 
not just for us individually or as partners in this business, but for the boxes we work with, it's been crazy success. I mean, it's almost like you feel bad talking about it because so many boxes are, are struggling that the boxes we've worked with, I mean, whether it's the revenues up, you know, through the roof, they're having, you know, one of the things we like to remind our clients of it's, it's not only about increased revenue, it's about increased fun. Like, you know, I was driving home right. yesterday and on the bumper sticker of the car in front of me, one of my favorite quotes was, uh, if it's not fun, why do it? And that was, I, back in the day, I was on a video series with John Gilson. People kind of mentioned it every so often with again faster. And that was one of the ways that I tried to run my box. Like this should be fun. And so many box owners are like in that, you know, phase where it's just like, oh, this is like, not only am I not making money, the, the fun is gone, you know? And, and I think that's something we, we strive to improve upon it with the affiliates we work with. And that all comes with what, what is the system with which you're keeping yourself accountable, whether it's, you know, another coach, whether it's your staff, whether it's your spouse, whether it's a, a friend, but somebody that's going to help you take that accountability and turn it into momentum so that you can continue to move forward, whatever that evolution looks like for you, whether it's, you know, extracting yourself from the business, whether it's leaving your full-time job and going, you know, into the business full-time, whether it's extracting yourself from the business, being the operator full, operating everything into more of a man managerial role, whether it's, okay, you're in the managerial role and now I need to do like development on the people under me. You know, I've yet to get on a call with any box owner and not be able to find something that they couldn't improve at, right? Just like me, like it's there's not, no, yeah. it, it doesn't end, right? Like, and I'm keeping myself to that same center. Like, well, what's the next level? Like, how do I keep doing that? Because that'll help my staff and then it'll help the athletes and then it'll help me help other boxes and then it'll help them create careers for their coaches, you know, which helps the overall CrossFit community, which helps overall health, which helps healthcare, right? Like it just keeps going. The ripple just keeps going, going and going, going. But it starts with keeping yourself accountable. Like who are you answering to and not allowing yourself to bullshit yourself about like, oh, this is going fine. I mean, maybe it is, maybe it's not, but that doesn't mean that's as good as you could do. All right. Before we wrap up, Katie. Yes. Drop the challenge. Okay. Um, well, you guys have to accept whether or not you want this. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly what it is. So, <laughs> so I'll no, say it and then you I guys re can. I, re I reject the question. Reject already. <laughs> um, well, this is episode 490. So in 10 episodes, episode, episode 590. This is 490. Yep. Wow, um, episode 500. How many years have we been? Is this two years or are we over two years? Uh, we'll be, I think we launched early 19. So we'll be at three years in April-ish, around mm -hmm. April. Oh, well, so that's yeah, dude, that's like an episode every other day, dude. Are well, you, you started off with episodes five days a week. We were doing five days a week. And, yeah, and not days. to mention, there's a lot of bonus episodes out there that aren't numbered, right? Well, um, it's mean, 500 yeah. episodes of best hour, not it's excluding the amazing episodes of the audiobook. It is excluding those. Yeah, but that audiobook is, is for sale <laughs> on audible.com. Well, um, but, but, but we, would, do, we say, would still be doing five. But Jay didn't want to, so I had to keep him accountable to just keep us at three. I wanted to go to one, to be completely <laughs> frank. Um, but Fern, how many times have we been shared late? It's pretty cool to see all the people sharing us on Spotify. I was going to say that we are you best hour of their day is um, a lot of people's number one listed podcast. So that's really cool, dude. Over Rogan, over some of these other you know fitness you know quote unquote 
fitness expert podcasts. We don't get into who I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying. Point is, we're number one. We're the we're the tag team champs. I mean, look behind me. Oh, wrong way. Look back there. Yeah. That's the tag team title. If that's the belt you get when you're the best. Yes, I bought it for us. I I purchased it. That's fine. But the the you know I'm I'm assuming I couldn't if, have bought it if we weren't. If we were a w, if we were a WWF tag team, yes, who would we be? WWE, but yeah. What would well, our name WWF. be? No, no. Be, if if you. It, no, if we were if we were to go back, if we were to pull like an old WWF team, eighties tag team, yeah, not WWE, <laughs> WWF. What about it? Which which team would we be? Would it be the Bushwhackers? Who would we be? Oh, we can't go. I love the Bushwhackers because Madison does this thing. Oh, exact. She does that, and Roz has no idea what I'm talking about when I call her Luke and Butch. Um, we would be. Hmm. Yeah. We would be the Mega Powers, and I'll tell you why. We'd be when Hulk Hogan and Macho Man got together, and it's because we're, because by ourselves, we were already successful singles run champions. But Hold on. Who, when we who come together, who, who in the when scenario? Ackerman and Fern shake hands, the Mega Powers shaking hands, I'm Macho Man. I'm the Macho Man because I'm going to turn bad. Okay. I'm going to eventually turn heel, agree with that. turn okay. on you. As long as, they, as long as as long as you get to be Hulk Hogan, then this works steal, out. Steal Miss Elizabeth, <laughs> in this case, Miss Jess, from you. Um, sure you think she's in Africa? Jess, come on over here. <laughs> <laughs> <Come out>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are the mega powers. Anyway, okay. Katie. So I'm just bringing it back a little bit. Um, episode 500 is coming out. Accountable, would you? Hold us accountable. To this. Um, episode 500 is coming out in 10 episodes. So putting out a challenge. Um, but the Jasons have to approve this. But we are just over 7,000 followers on Instagram, and we are just over 900 subscribers on YouTube. Our goal in 10 episodes in these next two weeks is to get over 10K on Instagram followers and over 1,000 or 1,500 subscribers on YouTube. So just keep sharing us, promote us like you've been doing, listening, being top listeners of the podcast. Um, if this happens... There is, we could, we'll set up stipulations for one or either of those. But if both of those things happen in two weeks, my suggestion yep. was that you guys get matching tattoos. I'm in. Face tattoos. No. Face tattoos. Okay. Jay, Jay's, been wanting, Jay's been wanting to get three green lights from the, from the Matthew McConaughey book. Green yeah. lights. He's been wanting to get matching green lights. And by the way, I, I, would e I would be open to it if you hadn't sent over the world's shittiest stoplights as examples of tattoos that we should get. I tell you what, I would get, the, I would get three green lights across my finger right here. Okay. Like we'll get it on our on hand fingers. there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My other this suggestion one? was that you guys one? could, you guys could shave each other's heads. That would be another suggestion. That would be yeah. funny. I'm okay. Manscaped. Like tattoos. Manscaped. That's no big deal. Um, I'm all for that. The other tattoos. I'll shave your balls. I'm... I'll shave your balls. Shave. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, not one of the gosh. options. Not one of the oh, options. <laughs> um, I'm all for it. Here's what I'm going to say. They're a sponsor. Manscaped is a sponsor. If, yeah. if we're going to do matching tattoos, here's what I want. I want 10K on Instagram and 2K on YouTube, not 1,500. Okay. In 10 days. In 10 episodes. 10 episodes. 10 episodes. And then I had another people. idea for a tattoo. I don't know why Fern doesn't like this one. I do like the green lights. And the reason I like the green lights is, well, I like the green lights because we were reading that book at the same time. And it was right around the time we were launching 
you know, the, the actual company aspect of it. So it, it meant something. I'm a little more um, sentimental than Fern is, if you will. And then also my other option was we get the four agreements. That would be a long tattoo, wouldn't it? Well, just, you know, be impeccable with your word. Scroll on my Not the entire book, guys. It's like a back piece of the book. I'm saying just the four things. So anyway, how about we? How about this? If we do hit that, we'll let the fans vote for one of those two. For which tattoo? Are there four agreements or green lights? Okay. Correct. You don't want to have like do that but better, like a best hour thing? No. No. Okay. <laughs> that wouldn't make sense. No. I, you know, I love our company. I, I would be open to those two. I would be open to I would be open yeah. to both of those tattoos, both green lights and the four agreements. And then right. and, and both either way on our face. Green lights. <laughs> How about this? How about we get like half the tattoo on each of us and we have to stand next to each other to <laughs> make it complete? <laughs> All right. In an effort to hold Our us accountable. Like <laughs> exactly. In an effort to hold us accountable, we do have to get off. We have to get off this podcast. So help us achieve the, our goal of getting uh, matching tattoos by either. That is not our goal. That is a symptom of said goal. Yeah. Share, share us on Instagram, share our YouTube channel. But if you help us achieve that, we will be eternally grateful and we will show that gratitude with uh, matching tattoos. So help us out. We, we, we know you guys are enjoying it. We appreciate you guys that made us the number one, listen to podcast for you over, you know, the Joe Rogan's and other great podcasts out there. So thank you for that. And just head over to our YouTube channel. We put a lot of effort and work into that. And and by the way, Fern, we've got something really badass launching in January. I will be in Virginia beach. That's how important this is. I'm going to Fern's house, staying in, in his bed. He's got the eight sleep. Turn my down to negative eight, Fern. I'm coming in hot, and uh, and uh, we're gonna have a great time because we're launching something pretty freaking awesome in January. Whose idea was that? Mine. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.